All right, Megan. We're doing we're doing Let There Be Carnage this week. And I feel like it's only it's only appropriate that Eddie Brock had Venom, Cletus Cassidy had Carnage. What's our symbiote name? Uh I, Lamp. Lamp? Lamp. Slamp. La- sla- slamp. Slamp. Oh, okay, slamp. so you're saying as you're about to eat a monster's head, you just go, we are slamp. Yep. What's yours? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> fisherman suplex. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's been in front of us the whole time. Of course. We are Fun Fiction! So welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like. And if you thought I've been insufferable about pro wrestling in the past, just wait for this fucking episode. Scotty Moore. And I'm coming out of the Eddie closet. I'm Megan Danger. (laughs) Okay, do I need to just get all of this out first? Or should we actually talk about the film Let There Be Carnage first? I'm really scared about where wrestling factors in. No, I just mean that I am now just as insufferable about symbiote lore as I ah, am about. Okay, um, I, I feel like we can we can do it like sandwich style. We should okay. start with the film, Venom. Yeah. Uh, no way home. Let there be carnage. <laughs> Multiverse of Madness three. Get Deadpool home. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, yeah, I can tie into it a little bit because I did. Um, I don't know if this was an error or not because it's not technically come back to bit bite me. But I did let the nine year old watch Let There Be Carnage with me. Mm. And at the end, when when Venom just goes, fuck this guy and bites Woody Harrelson's spoiler whole ass head off. I did have to just be like, OK, look, um. Venom, he's been a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's about to say a really bad word and also eat a man's face. And I just need you to, I need to trust that you won't replicate that type of behavior, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, because this guy deserves it, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you know anybody that does? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that poor kid was like, like, wait a minute, Venom's a good guy in this? And I just had to pause it and be like, he is the lethal protector. He originally started as a villain of Spider-Man. Let CJ look at me. Look at me while I'm talking to you. <laughs> CJ, this is important. <laughs> and uh, later he was like, I think Carnage and Shriek are gonna have a baby. And then I was just like, pause. No, the symbiotes reproduce asexually. That means they only have a father. And But I will say he is gonna have a kid at the end of the movie. I'll talk to you about Toxin later. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, God, having you for a parent just must be a delight. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> what I was going to say, uh, yeah, there's definitely some bits like the end kind of where uh, I'd be like, mm, I don't know if nine-year-olds should watch that. But a lot of it um, is, well, first off, I feel like before we say anything else, this movie is a th- like 10 times better than Venom. Yes, it's it's so much better. <laughs> when we did that episode on Venom, we both very much expressed the uh, the hopes that this would nail it, and it did. It very much did. It, it took everything that was good about the trash fire that is Venom One, and was like, "We're gonna focus on this stuff. We're gonna make it gayer. We're gonna make it <laughs> funnier. We're gonna do all the stuff that happened on accident on purpose." Um, so it's a much better movie. It's lots it's of like fun. It's like Evil Dead Two. Yeah, um, I will. say say never that i can think of off the top of my head as a pg-13 movie wanted to be r so badly it wants it so badly to be an r-rated movie but then it's like well we can't show you the blood 
<laughs> we got yeah, there's a scene where Carnage like eats a. Ma- Actually, no, it's when. Um, I, yeah, no, it was during the prison fight scene when Carnage like eats a guy's head off and like lets him fall. CJ went, "Did that guy faint?" And I was like, "Yes, he did. <laughs> he sure <laughs> did, bud." Exactly. Like all the gory scenes are like cutaways. Like he turns mm-hmm. into a fucking meat tornado, but you you can't see anything, and so it's very heavily reliant on Woody Harrelson just saying fucked up things but even then which he does very well he does but it's also Woody Harrelson and it's just like like, you know, he's he's Cletus Cassidy and he's a serial killer and they you know they open the movie with that he he's on like death row and uh he only wants to talk to Eddie Brock and they're like find out where like more bodies are or whatever and um you know he's supposed to be like this very scary like ooh he's like this Jeffrey Dahmer like serial killer guy but it's Woody Harrelson and like it's not that he's a good actor or sorry that was backwards <laughs> It's not that he's a bad actor. I very much enjoy Woody Harrelson, um, and he's very good in a lot of things. I don't know if it's just that he's getting older or what, or if it's just what he's working with. Because some of the, like, all I see is that far cathedral or whatever, where it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to draw scary things all over the walls and talk about how I've eaten blood. Be my friend, Eddie Brock. <laughs> Who said romance was dead? <laughs> He's, it's so like, uh, like you said, I don't know how many episodes about butt rock movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's very butt rock. Uh, it's very like the reason much like how thanks to Van Wilder, I knew that Ryan Reynolds would be a very good Deadpool. Uh, it was thanks to Natural Born Killers that I was like, okay, yeah, Woody can do it. But yeah, you're right. It is still it is still the man what is in the magic movie with Jesse Eisenberg it's and true. also this, the zombie movie with Jesse Eisenberg, too. I love Zombieland. See, that's Woody Harrelson being put to, like, optimum use, I yes. think, in Zombieland. But yeah, so it's just it's just a lot of like like I expect to hear like a little off key like piano tinkles every time he starts talking, you know? Yeah. Like I want him to be like, Eddie, I'm twisted. <laughs> Eddie, I'm real creepy. I You could I'm... say I'm damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with this depiction of him because, like, obviously, film you don't want to make films nowadays where it's just like, this guy's bad, that's it. He's just bad because he's bad. Uh, but that's kind of my favorite thing about Carnage in general is, like, yes, he does kind of have a dark backstory, but he is literally, like, the ultimate evil, which I know is very edgelord bullshit, mm-hmm. but also... It works really well when you have, like, uh, okay, here it comes. I've read Maximum <laughs> Carnage, which was kind of his coming out story. And the most enthralling part of that story for me is seeing how Spider-Man, the ultimate good guy, reacts to the fucking just devil himself. Not the one that he <laughs> that he sells his wife to. Uh, but how how he reacts to Fucking that comics. situation like there's a badass panel where and it's 90s so it's stupid but it's still good where spider-man's just like if you wanted the evil spider-man to really do some damage you got him <laughs> so i like how he tests good guys at this point and the whole the concept of like should we kill someone who is this evil and it's like yeah uh but the other reason i love carnage is because i think i said it on the venom episode my favorite type of villain is what if good guy but just bad now and that's what venom was and then venom became a good guy and they got to do it again and say what if good guy but bad again Again. uh but yeah going back to what i was saying initially like they made him really not super sympathetic in this movie but there was definitely a whole lot of cletus cassidy ain't all that bad it's like he is a serial killer though (laughs) yeah but he just wants love and he was abused see and that was one thing that i i really liked is um that they did that but then they also shut it the fuck down uh because one of the tropes that drives me fucking crazy and stuff like this is when the, the villain is like, you know, we're basically the same person. Like, you know, we're we we both were like abused as kids. So you and I, we you know, we're basically the same guy. And it's like 
Eddie Brock is just kind of like a, a, a dumbass who is having difficulty getting over his old girlfriend. You're a serial killer. You murdered so many people. Mm-hmm. And and the, the two times that he tries to pull that, the movie shuts him down, which I, I love. The first time was when they're in prison, and he's just like, you know, you're going to have to live with the guilt of what you've done. And I'm sitting there like, he did what? He didn't do nothing. And then he starts saying, like, mean things to him. And Venom response is to shoot out of Eddie's body and be like, that's my friend you're talking about. I'm going to beat the shit out. Like, I loved that. That was so great. Where it's just like, fuck you. That's my friend. Like, um, <laughs> what's it? That like that John Mulaney bit where it's like, that's my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's a bitch and I love him so much. And then at the end, when uh, they've defeated him and everything and He's just like, oh, maybe all Cletus Cassidy needed was a friend, Eddie. And Venom's just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then like, yeah. eats the shit out of his head. And it's like, yes, that's it. That That is the correct reaction to that stupid bullshit. <laughs> I, uh, I really, and it made me upset because like Carnage and Venom are kind of intrinsically tied together. And I was upset when the film was like, no, he's just straight up dead at this point. But I guess in this situation, yes. But also, I thought of the most metal-ass way to bring him back. And it's just... And it'd have to be an R-rated movie, because that's the only way you could do it. Um, but the in the comic books, the whole thing with the Venom symbiote, or the Carnage symbiote, is that it's not just a symbiote, it's mixed with the blood of a sociopath. It's mixed with the blood of Cletus Cassidy. So it's still in him. And I'd love for a scene, like the opening of the next movie, to just be them loading up Cletus's headless body. <laughs> and then you just see tendrils start to crawl out of the stump of his neck, and then he turns into Carnage that way. Oh, and now he, does, now he doesn't have a, a host in there to kind of weaken him as Cletus did. That actually sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're just going to be like, Toxin, another bad guy, another bad symbiote. But that's not how he is in the comics. He's actually like the only good one, really, for lack of a better term. <laughs> like he possesses a cop and he sucks, and I hate that comic a whole fucking lot. Uh, but yeah, that would be that'd be fun if they still have to fight Carnage, but now they also have to deal with with Toxin and whatever. Who is the actor? Because I recognize him a lot. The, um, the guy who. He's from like a bunch of Guy Ritchie movies. Like he's from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, he was just in Peaky Blinders. Uh, fuck, he's yeah. in other stuff too. Like he's one of those that guys. Stephen Graham is his name. Yes, he's he, okay. He's a major that guy. Uh, I loved the depiction of Shriek in this movie too, because she's just like. I'm mad at a lot of people and I'm just gonna kill who I can. <laughs> I had a bad childhood and I'm gonna make it at actually pretty much a bad adulthood as well, and I'm gonna make it everyone's problem. <laughs> this is everyone's issue at this point. Um I love the scene at the very end where it's setting up the tired cliche of like the sidekick of the villain is finally tired of being beaten down and is gonna come back and be the key to defeat the villain. And Venom's like, we just need sound. And then she stands up. And then Venom just fucking yeets her into a bell <laughs> as hard as he can. It was very good. Oh, God. And then so, you had, you had what's-his-face? And uh, Anne, Annie, whatever the hell her name is. Her, her, oh, uh, yeah, her, uh, her, Anne, her boyfriend. Anne, um, what is his name? I want to say it's Dan. I think so, yeah, Dan. Where he was, like, pouring the ghastly or whatever into it, but he's like, sound and fire, but without the sound. <laughs> I love him. I'm so glad that he made it to the sequel and that the movie is still very adamant on, like, Anne and Eddie are not a thing. She is with yeah. Dan. They are very happy together. <laughs> I, I dig, it's the same thing with like um isn't that how it is in like uh the Santa Claus as well where it's just like <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like Ant Man or something the Santa Claus is a wild pull oh the original one I was gonna pull was Anchor Man which I think also has this in it what <laughs> I think Anchor Man not not the first one the second one I think I, I saw Anchor Man ha- two like once I was thinking like Ant Man has a very wholesome like divorced dynamic 
I think Santa Claus somewhat does once he's like, he is, he is Santa Claus. Just, that was just such a he strange is Venom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he really is Venom. Is there much of a difference? What? Oh my God, Megan. Oh no. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that face. The Santa Claus suit is a symbiote. Oh when you kill Santa, you have to put on his symbiote, and now you are And it changes Santa. you. It, it gives you the powers of Santa, and it changes you on a, a, a fundamentally, like, physical <laughs> level. We've cracked it open, folks. <laughs> the Santa Claus is all about a symbiote. Eddie, Eddie, we have to deliver the toys, Eddie. Eddie, we must save Christmas, Eddie. <laughs> You killed Santa. Now we are new Santa. <laughs> now I just want to hear Tom Hardy go. <laughs> Shit. This is what the next Santa Claus movie needs to be. Just Tom Hardy as Santa Claus now. I'd fucking watch it. Um, uh, except except he doesn't like change. He just gets more jacked. Yeah. We've gotta beat the shit out of the naughty kids this year. That's not how it works, dude. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it is, is now. <laughs> Tom Hardy's voice was a bit. It was di- Venom's voice was different. Tom Hardy's voice was was different. I mean, he still sounds like someone letting the air out of a very rugged balloon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he first spoke in the movie. Um, the most recent watch through, I did laugh on it. Not even on purpose. I was just like, that's him. There he is. That's, that's our boy. But uh, it seems like he was trying to give him more of a definitive, like, New York accent. That it was, yeah. and it was more of just like, oh, oh, yeah, I just, oh, oh, yeah, Mrs. Chen, you know, I'd like to take you out for a, a good old fashioned New York slice. <laughs> Him and Doctor Strange. That's our New all York these, boys. All these fucking British, good, good New York boys. <laughs> I, I just, I got venom in me. It is just real crazy. Uh, I do like how Carnage. Nothing. Like it's not. It's just Woody Harrelson being like. And what if I was spooky now? <laughs> That fucking scene at the end when uh the, when Woody's like, no, don't kill her. That's and my then, wife. That's my wife. And he just goes, look, they're not symbiotic. <laughs> it's really good. They fuck Eddie. They fucking hate each other. <laughs> Which is why we can win because we are the lethal protector. <laughs> This movie was very gay, which was fantastic. Uh, They are living domestically. Uh, When Venom thinks that Eddie is sad because Anne's engaged, he makes him a big breakfast. And it's like so fucking great. You say tomato, I say tomato. Say tomato. (laughs) And they have the most amazing two chicks (laughs) named Sonny and Cher. Because... Venom needs his, he needs that magic brain juice that's only in human brains, or not human brains, I guess just brains in general and also chocolate. This is going to factor mm-hmm. into my my fic later. Um, and that's, uh, that was also a moment I had to pause the film and just be like, so he lives off of two different, this chemical, it's in brains and it's in chocolate, CJ. Um and uh, yeah, it's like, I got you the chickens. And he just says, like, with such emotion, like, Sonny and Cher are bonded. <laughs> she, no, Sonny and Cher are best friends. That's it. That's, even, yeah, that's much better. Yeah. <laughs> best friends. Uh, it's so good. Then they, then they have a they have a fight. They have a big fight. And he kicks which him out. Which I called. <laughs> I called in my fic that they would fight. <laughs> and he kicks him out, and it, which is just. Uh, it's so, and it's, he just it, has to hop from lover to lover to a gay club. Yes, to a big gay club where they're having like some kind of like Halloween Day of the Dead. I don't know what. So everybody's in costumes. So they think Venom, Venom's goo body is just like a real cool costume. They're like, sweet, where'd you get that? Like, is he Japanese? And he's like, I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's he's raving. He's covered in glow sticks. And he's just like... He was ashamed of me. Now I am free to be myself. 
We must not be upset towards aliens in this country anymore. <laughs> and everyone's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember scared. being worried because that was like a big thing the last time was, was that preview and just being like, it's just going to be like a cutaway. They're not going to make it as gay as it looks. No, they made it gayer. <laughs> they made it so much gayer. I mean, it ends with them on a beach together. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I as yelped. partners. <laughs> yeah. I yelped in the theater during the post credit scene. It paid off. Not at all. No, but, <laughs> but, it, but it, it, that's like, it, it's because it's like, so yeah, in the post credit scene of Veta, you know, he gets trans, he gets universe hopped thanks to thanks to Peter Parker's and Steve Strange's oopsie doopsie fucky wucky. We're not sure how it happened, but we're pretty sure Spider Man has something to do You're with gonna it. You're going to get so much mileage out of that. Um, I am. <laughs> and so in Spider Man, no way home, no other colons, unfortunately. Uh, the two of them are just it's revealed in like a post post fucking credit scene that they're at a tiki bar. The, the bartender is Danny Rojas from fucking uh, Ted Lasso, which is very funny oh. to me personally. And he's just like, so, so what? There was like an alien, and people, there were people got snapped, and then he did, goes back to the regular universe. And like, part of me was relieved because keep keep my boy away from the fucking MCU, <laughs> but also was a little was a little disappointed. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, they, he did leave a, a little gooby of symbiote behind, so that way you can set up, like, Spider-Man 4, colon, no way home, colon, get Venom home. <laughs> but, like, see, that's the thing. That's just gonna be a little goo. Like, the whole point is, if they would've, it would've just been really nice to see Eddie being fucking stupid at people. Yeah. This, this movie has so much of Eddie being stupid at people, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, the problem is you say keep him away from the MCU as he's dragged back into a universe that does feature Dr. Michael Morbius. So We're going to get to that. The lesser of two evils at this point. Honestly. Uh, th- there was another paused moment I had to do near the end of the film, and it is when um, when they're having their big, beautiful red wedding. And uh, he was just like, ah, father, you've arrived. And the priest is like, oh, no. And he goes, not you, father, you, father. And then he kills the priest by eating his head. Wait, and then they, says, they kill the priest? That he literally eats that priest's head and then goes, power up. I forgot. I don't remember that. I just I watched it like a week, like two weeks ago. I don't know why I forgot that. It was very throwaway, um, probably because they were like, I know where every other character is going to be in this scene, but where are we going to just put this random, fuck it, kill the priest. (laughs) Um, But because all they had called him was father up to that point, uh, the boy looked at me and said, did he just eat his dad's head? And then I just, I had to pause it and be like, no, it's okay. He didn't kill his dad. He murdered a priest. (laughs) See, it's all good. You see, priests are these things, these guys who are in churches, and a lot of times, depending on the religion, you'll refer to the priest as father. And so that's what he was saying. And then, so yeah, no, that's the guy that that he just murdered. Oh no, he goes <laughs> to Sunday school every single week. So I just had to be like, well, you see, in some churches, they call the preacher man father. So he just <laughs> ate your preacher. Is what happened? <laughs> Let there be carnage. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. A, this was also an adaptation, somewhat of Maximum Carnage, because that one was very much about carnage and Shriek uh, causing carnage. But this one was a lot smarter, because God, I was so excited to read Maximum Carnage. It was the first comic I had ever read, and I was ready to revisit it. It's real fucking bad. Like, it's got the <laughs> legs of a very good story. But then every single issue, they're like, you know what this needs? Fucking doppelganger. Hey, let's throw Demogoblin in here. Wait a minute. Can we get Cloak and Dagger in on this shit? <laughs> and you know how you feel with the MCU in general? That is how I felt with this book. I'm like, who the fuck is Deathlock? Why is Deathlock here? 
And then there's that scene where Spider-Man's like, there's no hope left. Oh, and he just, boy. Oh, also, his parents are alive, but not really. They're robots, but it's not part of this story. That's, I hate that that sounds familiar. But uh, he goes, there's no hope left. And then he looks up and then just fucking Captain America is there. And I just, I was reading it, trying to relax. And I just said, fuck you. No, get him out of this. Bad. It was so much shit. Uh, alternatively, I also read Absolute Carnage, which was just the biggest stupid bullshit in the entire world. Is that the one that you talked about in the Discord about at one point there's like a baby sucking on a dead person's finger? No, that's what I'm praying that they're not going to use to adapt to the third Venom film. That's Venom versus Carnage, and it's very bad. Uh, that's all about toxin none of the characters are written properly and then at the very end of it uh the policeman who is toxic goes into his baby's like newborn baby's room after fighting in like a graveyard leans over and is like maybe i can balance this life and then the cuts to the baby sucking on a cadaver's thumb and he goes nope can't fucking do it and then just leaves <laughs> went this isn't good no absolute carnage <laughs> is how do I not make this an insufferable next few moments of media? Okay, so Carnage died, but then there was a cult that revived him. Because there is an alien god named Null who created all the symbiotes. And he now lives at the center of Clintar, which is the symbiote homeworld. But it turns out that it's not a planet at all. It's just all of the symbiotes holding him down. And Carnage is consuming all of the other symbiotes to take their power so he can try to resurrect Null. And it's what I just said, you don't really need to know. The important <laughs> shit is a lot of really good dumb stuff happens. Like the Hulk turns into a Venom at one point because Venom's fed up with Eddie Brock and it was really cool. Okay. Uh, J. J. Jonah Jameson turns into a symbiote. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's so fucking good, my dude. Uh, but yeah, it's very good. Um, there are a bunch of like fun spinoff. Like they did uh, Deadpool versus Absolute Carnage, which was very fun because it begins with Deadpool and Spider-Man just running down the street and every single Spider-Man villain is behind them chasing them and spidey just goes what the fuck happened and why did you invite them all to my birthday party it's not even my birthday <laughs> deadpool's like if you had let me get closer to you i would be able to know these things oh oh deadpool that's our deadpool <laughs> Also, there was a uh, there was also one other person who showed up in Maximum Carnage, um, and it was Doctor Michael Morbius, the Living Vampire, and I screamed out loud when it happened. <laughs> Mostly because I didn't know what side he was on. I was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, he's here, and he doesn't look like he should be a good guy, but I guess he is." I love I love the image of you like just reading like a comic as one does, and then just like. <laughs> it's him he's here uh but yeah carnage i i've i've i think outside of deadpool the most comics i have right now are of carnage and i don't know why because they're it's literally the biggest gamble because they're either gonna be really good or the worst thing i've ever read in my entire life there's no in between well when you've got something that is very much based in like edgelord bullshit like it's like what we talked about with deadpool like the quality is gonna vary <laughs> yeah i uh there's one i read and it, there was a series called axis wherein essentially all i think i might have talked about this recently all of the good guys became bad guys all the bad guys become good guys right they yeah. flipped the they flipped the morality of everybody there and they did a spinoff of carnage where he's just whipping around town going i feel like i must do good how does that work how do i do good so he literally kidnaps a reporter and is like i need you to teach me how to be a good person okay see that sounds like a delight Yes, it is very fun. Um, Carnage, when done well, is very, very fun to mess with um, because he is Edgelord 90 shit. And when you can play with that, it's very fun. But when people are just like, 
no, we've gotta, we gotta make sure people know how dark and evil this character is. Like, f- no, he's a, he's a goofy red suit man made of goo. Just let him be <laughs> diabolically evil and twirl his mustache, and it's fine. Uh, no, we gotta, we gotta let him know he's twisted. Well, we gotta let him know he's dark. Let him eat a baby. <laughs> That being said, Eddie, I ate this baby. We're just the same, you and I. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're we're this. Well, speaking of eating babies, let's get into my fan fiction this week, which is shockingly close to the real thing. Um, so what had happened was, uh, I was doing like recent research on like creativity and stuff, and they said if you want to do like do real creative work, put yourself in a box. I said okay. For this story, I want it to be somewhat, like, kind of sweet and emotional about, but Carnage has to be the main character. <laughs> uh, so this would be if I got to write a, a four-issue series on Carnage. Uh, I've only written out the full synopsis of the first one, but I can kind of give uh, cliff notes of what the other three issues would be. Okay. Uh, but this is called Inner Carnage, is what I have named it. Okay. <clears throat> Mr. Cassidy, what gets you up in the morning? The bright-faced young psychiatrist asked to the red-headed man sporting a gaunt face sitting across from him. Despite knowledge of the deep-seated issues within the cranium of the dark sociopath known as Cletus Cassidy, the young daughter, the young doctor tried to remain positive, assuring himself that his smile and positive attitude could bring the light into any man's heart. Mr. Cassidy, what gets me up in the morning? is absolute carnage. (laughs) Cassidy chuckles while rocking back and forth in his seat, his gaze staring forward at the desk, not even justifying the psychiatrist's presence with eye contact. Huh. Committed to the brand, I see. The doctor attempts a joke. Does not work. Ah, well, uh, on to my next question. What are a few of your favorite activities? Hmm. Creating causing and generally reveling in maximum carnage. Oh my god. (laughs) Right. And what brings you joy in life? Doc, I really feel like you know the answer to this one. Do I? Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with string. These are a few of my favorite things. You're mocking me. Ah, so you did go to college. Uh, if, I, if I could break in real quick, I am shocked, actually, that the movie did not have him sing some kind of fucking nursery school rhyme bullshit to make him creepier. Mm-hmm. He sang, like, a, a country song at one point, which was really weird. Um, I think it was, like, right after he escaped to jail. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cassidy, I am the only thing standing between you and a much brighter life. I can't get you out of Ravencroft, but I can make your stay a lot easier. I can help you if you simply help me. And what exactly are you looking for help with, Doc? You know, I write a hell of a recommendation letter, usually in blood, but you know, what can you do? I, Cletus, I truly sometimes foolishly, believe that there is good in every single man. Even you. There is an inner child in all of us just itching to get out, and I know... I know your inner child has been broken and beaten, but I don't believe he's dead. And I think that inner child might just be your ticket to salvation, Cletus Cassidy. You just need to let me help you find him. These words rang in the head of the serial killer Cletus Cassidy from the moment he left that psychiatrist's office. The cuffs, the cuffs clamped around his wrists, muzzle around his mouth, and back strapped to a cart. The guards had to take special care with Cassidy. His restraints couldn't be too tight, lest he grind his skin against the leather until it pierced through and released the bloody monster known as Carnage back into the world. The same precautions were taken inside of his cell, which was padded on every single surface. He was even forced to wear a neck brace because of the time he began violently whipping his skull back and forth, forcing himself to get a nosebleed. 
his other was not a fan of that escape method. You heard what he said. The dark voice of Carnage echoes in the dark recesses of Cassidy's brain. Which part? It really all kind of blurred into a bunch of hippie bullshit. I, I stopped paying attention, really. Cassidy responds when suddenly he feels his entire body tossed back against the padded walls of the cell. Stop lying. You heard what he said. Cassidy feels his throat begin to close up from the inside, oxygen slowly beginning to fade from his brain. You lied to us. You said that vile woman Shriek was your only weakness, and luckily, our father took care of that weakness. But according to the good doctor, there's still some good rattling around in that filthy little brain of yours bashing itself against the walls like a rattler in a paint can waiting to explode. I don't know what you're talking about. Your inner child... He called it. My inner child is dead. Dear old daddy shot him in the heart. Grandma fried him to a crisp. And then the boys at St. Estes ate him up until there was only bone left. It was one hell of a feast. Then I suppose you wouldn't mind if I took a look around. Carnage utters with a sinister laugh. What are you talking about? Ah, ah, ah. Cassidy cries out in pain as suddenly his blue eyes turn a dark shade of crimson before the whites of those eyes turn pitch black. His body convulses and falls down into a heap as his symbiote does something that numerous of psychologists have been attempting to do for years. Take a walk through the mind of Cletus Cassidy. <laughs> and that would be the end of issue one. And it is literally a full series about Carnage trying to find the inner child of Cletus Cassidy and murder it. That is a super interesting concept. I'm into it. Yeah, so, like, issue two would be them at St. Estes, and one of the big, like, running background characters you would see through the whole thing would be essentially Venom. Like, it will be depicted as Venom throughout the whole comic, but, like, the second one, they go to St. Estes, and he tries to fight young Cletus Cassidy, but that Cletus turns into Carnage, that way essentially saying, like, no, that's that's still he's he's dead now at this point there's no inner child there right. then he goes back a little bit farther in issue three to grandma and that situation and then finally the big uh kind of button at the end of that one leading into issue four is going to visit dad and his dad will be depicted as venom which obviously is like the carnage symbiotes thing right, yeah and uh, so, as it goes on, Carnage kind of takes a... This is almost because this is coming off of the end of Let There Be Carnage. This is a continuation of that version of Carnage. This is how the symbiosis actually happens, is that he slowly actually kind of comes to care about Cassidy, and he starts to slowly fight. Like, he fights Grandma, he fights <laughs> Venom for him, and then finally baby Cletus Cassidy delivers the final blow that kills Venom. And then when he looks at him and he sees such joy and such happiness, he sees that inner child. But then he realizes that that inner child's joy comes from carnage. So in a way, everything he has been doing has not been fighting his inner child. It has been protecting it the entire time. So like that is the big twist of the whole situation is that finding his inner child actually ends up fucking things up even worse. <laughs> because now now they're uh simpatico. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Yeah, that was my idea. I also was uh, I also because I have been kind of long-winded lately, just gone. I only have four pages to write and then i wasn't able to finish so i was like i'll just do issue one and then describe the rest of it but yeah that's that's my that's inner carnage that is the book i the comic i wouldn't mind writing one of these days that would if they if you find a way to that would be kind of sick hey marvel hit me up baby, baby. Uh, so that's what i did what did you bring to the table so I had been operating under the assumption that you were going to do like a, a comic book, like kind of, you know, edgy thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to write. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, 
because I, I start I, I have stream of consciousness notes at the top that I didn't get rid of which is just like god I'm so fucking tired of talking about fucking Marvel superheroes here's a goofy piece of fluff to balance out this butt rock edgelord bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, like I had said before about uh, not having the not being able to see like Venom interact with like Spider-Man or anything like that so his universe is Spider-Man is, I believe, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Probably. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's not been confirmed. Okay, well, we're operating on the principle that it is. Also, with the knowledge that I have not seen any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, uh, this is... I mean, you've seen No Way Home, yep. so you have seen the best <laughs> depiction of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So that's, that's where we're at. So, uh... I just wanted to to just write something uh, cute and completely stupid. So, here we go. After Eddie Brock and Venom's brief stint in Mexico, but another universe, I guess, Eddie decided to continue their whirlwind, hide from the police, and also the bill collectors, because let's face it, we've gone through a lot of fancy 4K TVs in the past, like, couple months, Tor, which Venom kept insisting was a much longer, more convoluted name for their adventures than just a lethal protector road trip. Um, and they had reached his hometown of New York City. Maybe. I think it's implied in the first movie that that's his hometown. That's what I'm going off of, because I don't read comics because I'm a cool jock who has sex. <laughs> they were currently out on the roof of the hotel that they were staying in Eddie pacing back and forth as they had the same fight they always did Eddie, Eddie, it's brain time, time for brains I, I don't know how many times we've been through this You're not allowed to Suddenly, Eddie's argument was cut off by a scream from the street down below An old man was being mugged because it's New York And that's just always happening, presumably But then, out of the shadows was a low voice saying I am Venom. What? Venom yelled, No, you're not! As the thing that emerged from the darkness of the alleyway was kind of more of like a fucked up blue dog man thing. The creature... <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, the living vampire. <laughs> well, no! <laughs> no! Shit, I shouldn't have said it yet. <laughs> um, Shit! The creature, the creature quickly slashed the muggers to bloody ribbons and then... Oh, gross, he's drinking it, Eddie gagged. He's making such a mess. Venom agreed. It's like he doesn't know how to drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> he can't call himself Venom, Eddie. We're Venom. I think maybe he was making a joke. We are not a joke, Eddie. Let's kill him. As the dog man vampire continued his bloody work uh, another figure joined the party this one swinging in from a web and landing in front of you know the the weird get, fine we all know it's dr michael morbius whatever wow said the guy who we all also know is spider-man so why be cute about it you look like a dracula had a baby with a doberman i, I appreciate the initiative but we're kind of anti-desanguination around these parts See, Eddie gestured, the spider guy's got it handled. Let's go get some Chinese food or something. I'll even let you have the fortune cookies. As he said this, however, Dr. Michael Morbius, which is the only <laughs> way that I will refer to him because of you, <laughs> caught Spidey yes. with a hard hit to the chest, followed by a slash to his face that tore part of the mask. Eddie, he needs our help. But we, we don't even know who he is, and I'm, I'm sure he's fine. As Eddie said this, Spider-Man, still clearly punch-drunk, shot out a stream of webbing from his wrists that missed its target, allowing for the, the weird vampire dog thing man that was Dr. Michael Morbius to land another hit. Eddie, look at him. He's so small and his eyes are so big. He's like a smooth, hairless bush baby. <laughs> I don't think those are his real eyes. Wait, how do you even know what a bush baby is? I need to sleep much less than your inferior flesh body, and so at night I watch nature videos on YouTube. <laughs> oh, well, actually, that's not a bad... And also many streamers on Twitch.tv. Eddie cringed. Mmm, okay, don't like that. Don't be such a sussy baka, Eddie. <laughs> Spark! No! <laughs> Eddie sighed in exasperation as he watched the fight continue below them. If we go help him out, you have to promise me no killing... And also to never call me that again. Venom eagerly enveloped them in his, I don't know, goo, goo 
suit, and he tried very hard to not think too much about it whenever it happened, and began to descend from the roof. Whatever you say, my little pog champ. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Have I told you lately I hate you? <laughs> now, but you could say it more often. <laughs> and then Venom beat the shit out of Dr. Michael Morbius. Imagine it yourselves, it's not the focus of the story. <laughs> Also, Spider-Man became unconscious at some point during this, and Venom scooped him up back to the roof. Uh, Spider-Man groaned as he came to, staring up at Venom. Holy shit! Oh god, what? Please don't lay eggs in me! Go back in! Go back in! Eddie hissed as Venom retreated back inside Eddie's body. Hey, hey, see? It's fine. It's fine. We're, we're friends. I, I'm, um, wanted fugitive Eddie Brock, I guess. And this is Venom. And Venom did that moderately upsetting thing where he sprouted his head up from Eddie's shoulder, cheerfully shouting, Hello! (laughs) Hi, said Spider-Man, waggling his fingers awkwardly, clearly trying very hard to be cool about it. Well, fair is fair, I suppose. I mean, it's not like I'm anyone to you in any way. This thing, he said, gesturing to his ripped mask, is pretty toast. He slid it off, his hair floofing out in all directions as he did. Hi, I'm Peter Parker? Venom bounced his head excitedly, pointing several stray, gooey tendrils at Peter's fluffy hair. Eddie, push, baby! <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about, Eddie said quickly, trying extremely unsuccessfully to smush Venom's head back down into his shoulder. I have so many questions, Peter muttered. What, what are you guys? We're symbiotic, Eddie replied, as if that actually explained anything. You feed off each other well he can only survive in my body and he also makes like my body better by being in it kind of gay what i didn't say anything and you know it would be great except that he needs to eat brains and chocolate to live oh it is because it's the only thing that has this like chemical in it that he needs phenethylamine peter asked and he snapped his fingers that's the one you know you could just make that, right? Like, synthetically? Excuse me? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you can, to be fair, but but I can. I'm, I'm smart. Like, like really smart. You, you could say that I'm something of a scientist. <laughs> Peter trailed off as Eddie and Venom stared at him confused. Peter cleared his throat. <clears throat> yeah, um, never mind. That's a joke from another universe. Wait, you were in another universe? And he cried, we were too! It was so weird! Yeah, man, some other Spider-Man who was like 12 used a, a, a wizard, I think, and he brought a bunch of dimensions together or something. Eddie, are wizards real? Eddie paused and turned to Peter, who shrugged helplessly. No, Eddie finally answered, probably not. I don't know how much you saw when you were there, but a lot of things seem weird in that universe. Apparently, baby Spider-Man fought some kind of big purple alien. I am an alien! Venom proclaimed, and Eddie absently patted him on his gooey head. You sure are, buddy. Wait, 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 wait. We got off track here. You you said you can make me a bunch of the phenethylamine. Don't bother. Venom muttered to Peter as Eddie continued trying to sound it out. He's not listening. Yes, Science Spider Bush Baby, make me your brain juice formula. (laughs) Well, there's a sentence you don't hear every day. Yeah, let's let's do it. That is very ponderous of you, Peter Parker. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, no problem. But can I please eat the dog man for the road? Peter made a face that Eddie could see meant no, and so he said, Venom, come on, you you have no idea where that guy's been, and, like, you saw him, like, drinking blood, like, he's probably really nasty anyway. But Eddie, doggy bag! There was a long, (laughs) tense pause that seemed to hang in the air before Peter exhaled loudly, throwing his arms up in a resigned gesture. (sighs) Yeah, okay, I mean, sure, whatever, nothing makes sense anymore anyway. Eddie! I'm going to drink him like a Capri Sun! <laughs> the end. I like to think Dockle, Do- Dockle, Dr. Michael Morbius' last words were, I've made synthetic stuff before from bodies. I can fuck this guy. <laughs> 
I I just wanted him and Peter Parker to meet and for it to just be very like what if what if they were just instantly bros instead? Mm-hmm. Yep, that was uh, that was part of the conversation I had to have with him. I thought he hates Spider Man. Okay, yeah, he hates Spider Man, but it's he's still a good guy. But he's the lethal protector. He does the things Spider Man wants. Yeah, no, dude, I absolutely, I, I adore that, because I'm kind of sick of the they-hate-each-other storyline. Like, I think um, uh, Absolute Carnage does it pretty well, where Eddie Brock and Spidey are just kind of just these two old guys who are like, like, I'm not gonna fucking, tr- we're not, neither of us are gonna win. <laughs> we just gotta just not do this. I, I, I just, the way that... Uh, Tom Hardy is playing like Eddie Brock like I just can't picture that guy being like yeah we gotta fuck up (laughs) Spider-Man man fuck Spider-Man I'm not sure how I got here (laughs) and yeah I just like the idea of like Spider-Man could also solve their problem (laughs) yeah pretty quickly I mean so could Dr. Michael Morbius but he wouldn't let him he wouldn't let him do it absolutely not And then, yeah, after you told me in the other episode when he says that he's Venom as as a goof him up, I'm like, well, I'm going to use that. God, I hate that movie so much. <laughs> My favorite is in our Discord. Uh, your favorite of mine, your boy Chips Ahoy, is trying to be very adamant about like, well, I don't like Morbius. And I'm like, look, dude, this is not the hot take you think it is. <laughs> this is not the fight. <laughs> we know. We're also, we also saw the movie. <laughs> One of the things that you said during that did make me think of uh, my least, actually second least favorite Venom comic I also read, which is called Dark Origins. And this was the ultimate, we gotta remind people he's a bad dude oh, comic. God. <laughs> and it's, it's literally just retelling the story of Eddie Brock becoming Venom of like Spider-Man fucking shit up for him and then him being like, well... Guess I hate Peter Parker now. Fuck it. Let's kill someone. But the depiction of Eddie Brock. Let me see if I can find the words I use to describe them. Because I was on a roll. Because all he does is lie throughout the whole thing. Which is somewhat a part of his character. But nothing to the to the links that it's described in this. Uh, I said, Republican Malfoy. A tooth-based Targaryen. The product of Alfred E. Newman and Logan Paul's casual one night stand. God, when you get on a roll, you get on a fucking roll. Because he's just not fun. Like, I'm like, if, if there's one thing about Venom and Carnage you need to do first, it's not darkness or violence. It's stupid fun. Hence why Let There Be Carnage works so well. It is both stupid and fun. Yeah, and even the I adore the depiction of Carnage in it because he's just a stupid one-liner machine. He is anti-Spider-Man. I'm gonna make dumb jokes while eating your girlfriend's head. <laughs> but this was Carnage. Let there be Venom. But now we we fixed it. Now we gotta move on to next week, and it's fan submission week. If you pick another superhero property, I swear to fucking God. Free me from this prison. Shrek. No. Um, (laughs) No, I I will. uh, We have been kind of lily pad hopping somewhat. So I'm going to lily pad hop a little bit more, but not in the superhero realm. In the Tom Hardy realm. Because your friend and mine, Ronan, suggested Mad Max. And I am really down to talk. I've, I have, I think I've told this before on the show. I've seen Mad Max once and I couldn't hear it. I was also at a bar in Austin and very drunk and I was listening to the Adventure Zone at the exact same time. I don't think that counts as having seen Mad Max. (laughs) I've seen it once and that's what it is. Uh, Do you want to extend into the Mel Gibson ones or are we going to strictly Fury Road it? I have never seen the first... I, well, no, that's not true. I've seen part of Beyond Thunderdome, uh, yeah. but I've never seen the first one. Um, oh, okay. And Mad Max Fury Road is uh, probably in my like top, top 10, definitely, favorite movies of all time. 
Hell yeah. Uh, I actually, one year for Christmas, I have two Mad Max Fury Road stories. One is that one. This is the other one. Do you want to save it for our, our Mad Max episode? Uh, no, no, because it has nothing to do with the plot of the film. Fair enough. Uh, it's the fact that one year for Christmas, I had absolutely nothing for anybody in my family, and I bought approximately 10 copies of Mad Max Fury Road, <laughs> wrapped each of them, and then just gave them to everybody I could. Hey, it's a, it's a fucking gift. You can't, can't go wrong i think i should still have my copy around here still haven't watched it but i just own a copy of it but that's what we're gonna be doing next week is mad max furry road oh man that's gonna be my fan fiction isn't it god damn it space jam meets mad max oh wait shit they already did that in space jam 2 they damn did it. uh yeah i might end up being sincere who knows Oh, no. <laughs> but until then, where can people find you on the Venom Net? They can find me at carnage.com. Let there be Venom. <laughs> uh, Meg underscore danger on Twitter for what little I'm I'm there. Uh, but but I am uh, join 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 our stupid discord. If you just yeah. want to, like, get at us, we should probably post like some things on the show twitter i don't know i put the link to every episode <laughs> does have the link to the discord down below i uh, log into the twitter approximately once every fortnight that's two days that's two weeks <laughs> not just a fun video game uh, um, <laughs> carnage.com is just parlor anyways you can find me on twitter <laughs> you can't just say things like that <laughs> Eddie, I found Cletus's parlor account. We what, must you, hack the mainframe, Eddie. Did you just uh, Venom? Why you downloaded that onto my phone? I don't want the parlor account. Eddie, quit being a little bitch. We have to cyberbully. <laughs> Eddie, we need to get back out there. Eddie, downloaded Tinder onto your cell phone. <laughs> All right. Twitter, Scotty Bob, S C O T T Y E M O. Tinder at Eddie Brock. <laughs> Maybe Eddie wants new choice. Grinder as well. Whichever you need, Eddie. I am here for you no matter what. Love is love, Eddie. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> Fuck. Eddie, my new pronouns, they, them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Venom, I, you know, I respect your pronoun. Like, whatever your identity is, you know, I respect and love you, bud. Please put that man down. They, them are Venom. <laughs> we are they, them. <laughs> Damn it, there it is. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts. Most importantly, The Weird. The Weird. Which is, I don't know why you like did that with your head. <laughs> at JoinTheWeird on Twitter or at JoinTheWeird.com. Should we just outwardly talk about the fact that we're fucking baller-ass motherfuckers who have been selected for an awards thing? Or I mean, yeah, you just started saying it, so sure, why not? We got nominated for at best... We <laughs> we're not sure <laughs> what anything means yet but we have been selected as an actual in the actual play podcast category for new jersey web fest i'm we so high <laughs> we've won i'm shooting my shot right here best actors that's best not no that uh, that's not one of the things that we could win. Best actors, <laughs> best directors, best original short film goes to the weird. <laughs> it's not even a film. It's just that good. <laughs> In the meantime, buy, buy merch, buy merch, buy merch. Thank you, best day. For uh, thank you, best day. Make music. Let you know when podcast time. Also, let you know when podcast time over. Eddie, Eddie, go to SoundCloud.com/slash best day. Get music. 
And yeah, pick up the merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. If you've enjoyed the talking about a old-fashioned New York slice we've been doing lately, <laughs> you can pick up a New York slice t-shirt, oh. and you can go to patreon.com slash loadofbs to get early access to the show. I can't tell you how early it'll be. <laughs> Sometimes it's only a day, but it's okay at patreon.com slash loadofbs. It's still technically early. And sound off somewhere. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure where we sound off anymore, but sound off and let us know if you want a shirt of Spider-Man. No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Deadpool 3, Let There Be Carnage. We got in so much trouble for the Hawk Babadook shirt, and yet I will yet not be—I like, will not be satisfied until Michael Mouse comes to your home to hunt you down personally. You stole my IP, and also Sony's, and also Vin Diesel's. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> you tried to set a record, you. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed at this point. <laughs> ten people need to ask for it. If ten people okay. ask for it, I will make this shirt. And it I... will not look good. <laughs> it will look bad on purpose. It will look very, very... I'm not going to do anything outside of downloading a crisp PNG of all of these movie logos. <laughs> Just copy and pasting them on top of one another. All we need is ten. All we need is 10. <laughs> no! 